the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. And God is saying you can choose today where you sit in the arena of the kingdom of God. He's saying you can choose where you want to be. Do you want to be in the seat of victim? Or do you want to be in the seat of overcomer? Do you want to be in the seat of the bystander and you complaining all the time? We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something Um, two disclosures before I get started. First one is this message came to me months ago. I was not thinking about any one person when I got this message. So I need you to turn to your neighbor and say, she is not talking about you unless God is talking about you. And the big elephant in the room. I'm wearing a boot. I was told that my foot was broken a couple of weeks ago. And then last week they said they can't find the broken bone anymore. They said it was a mistake. I said it was Jesus. I receive it either way. But do not let the boot distract you from what God has for you this morning. I'm going to be walking with a slight limp, but I feel good. I'm not in any pain. Do not feel like she is dragging other chairs around that stage and she got that boot on. Ignore the boots. Let God work what he's supposed to work out in you and do not let that be a distraction. Amen? Amen. Uh, last year, our youngest son, Josiah, who we always talk about, saw a commercial for Disney on Ice. And he says, Mommy, we can see real ice. And you've never taken me before. You have to buy the tickets. So I went online, and I went to the Amelie Arena website to buy the tickets for Disney on Ice. And immediately it takes me to the screen. Oh, let's read the vision of the house. Well, nobody was going to say anything to me, huh? Let's read the vision of the house real quick. To equip people with the knowledge of God's word. To empower people to see God's face in daily prayer. To encounter and be filled with the Holy Spirit. To evangelize our community, our county, and our country. To embrace every person in godly love, for God is love. For each one to reach one. Raise your Bibles, Androids, iPads, whatever I-ness or Androidness that you have up in the air. This is my Bible. I can be what it says I can be. I can do 
what it says I can do. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I believe that my life will never be the same after hearing and doing the living word of God in Jesus' name. The blessing of the screen. My message is position yourself for greatness. So back to the story. I went on the Amelie Arena website, and they had a picture of the arena and all the seats. And every seat was, all the different sections of seats were color-coordinated. There were some green seats, there were some orange seats, there were some gold seats. And each of the seats were positioned in different places of the arena based off of the cost or the price of the, the seat. So some seats were way back here. And these were the green seats. And these seats had an obscured view so either you were going to be like split between a curtain or the stage was going to start. You were going to have to look around something in order to see the whole show. But these were really appealing, especially to parents with multiple children, because these were the cheaper seats. These were the most cost-effective seats, right? So then they had... <laughs> you know, I don't always go for cost-effective. <laughs> then they had some orange seats. Well, the orange seats were right in the middle in between the ones up front and the ones in the back. And you could tell they were real congested, like they put a lot of chairs together. So you're going to be right on top of your neighbor. And if you didn't know your neighbor, then you would know them before the end of the show. Um, <laughs> and then there were the gold seats. And the gold seats were right up front. And I was just thinking these gold seats were meant for me. They made the gold seats for Charmaine because there's no obscured view of the show. There's nobody distracting you. You are right up front. If the skater comes, you're, you're right here. The skater's right here. If the skater comes too close, you're going to get shaved ice on your lap. Like you are right there. There were awesome seats. And I could hear in my mind the kids saying, Buy those seats, Mommy. Buy those seats. Nobody's head is going to be in our way. We're going to see everything. We're going to be right up front. And I got the revelation that sometimes in church, we want to sit in the gold seats, but pay the green seat price. We want to experience everything up here, but we don't want to do anything more than what we were doing in the green seats. And God is saying, you can choose today where you sit in the arena of the kingdom of God. He's saying you can choose where you want to be. Do you want to be in the seat of victim? Or do you want to be in the seat of overcomer? Do you want to be in the seat of the bystander and you complaining all the time about why are they special? Why do they get to sit in the special seats and I have to sit back here? Or do you want to be in the seat of the navigator? 
Jesus was drawn to movers and shakers of the kingdom of God. He didn't want us to be stagnant. He didn't want us to stay in the same seat. He was drawn to people that were willing to move their seat. There was a woman in the Bible that decided that she was not going to sit in the seat of sickness anymore. That she was going to move her seat because she had been having an issue with blood. And she had bled for 12 years. And even though her body was aching and she was in pain, she decided one day that she was no longer going to sit in that seat of sickness. And she got on hands and knees to touch the hem of Jesus' garment to get healed. She was, able to, she was able to see past her sickness and her illness, and she said, I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm going to do something about it. We find her in Mark chapter 5, verse 31. Now, right at 31, it's right after she touches Jesus' clothing, his, his cloak. She touches it, and he turns around and he says, who touched me? So it says, you see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you can ask who touched me, verse 32, but Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from suffering. When hunger meets faith, it will birth a miracle. Family, God is not moved by need. He is moved by faith. She did not settle. There was a, a rich man in the Bible. His name was Zacchaeus. He had a little height issue. He couldn't see past the crowd. He was a rich man. He couldn't see past the crowd. So what he decided to do was run ahead of the crowd because it was, it was, it was, it was so important to him to see Jesus. He was willing to move his seat. He was willing to do something that had probably looked like it was very humbling because he was a rich man. And he climbed a tree because he said, I am not going to miss out on my chance to see Jesus. We find him in Luke 19. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshman want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. 
You simply enter the access code 101804. Again, the access code is 101804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. It says, So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him. Since Jesus was coming that way, when Jesus reached that, the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw and began to mutter, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. You have haters all around you. That was nothing but haters, right? But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, oh Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount he repented. Verse 9, it says, Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house. He moved his seat that day. Salvation has come to this house because this man too is the son of Abraham. Jesus was not talking to him. He was talking to the people, the haters. He said, don't talk about my son. Don't talk about my daughter. Then he says, for the son of man, him, has come to seek and to save the lost. He said, you stay in your lane and I stay in my lane. This is what I have come to do. Don't you worry about me. How determined are you to move your seat? Do you like the obstructed view? Do you want to change your position in the kingdom of God? Because we have a choice. I have a choice. You have a choice. We have to choose. I remember about seven years ago, my daughter used to um, be in these little plays, um, these local plays, and she would audition. And because she was one of the younger kids, they would always give her the not-so-good part, and she would know it. She, She was very smart. So they would make her like the tree. So then she would be, you know, and I'd be so proud. Oh, you're the tree. And she's like, I'm the tree, mommy. I don't get to sing. I don't get to dance. So finally, a couple of years later, she auditioned for Beauty and the Beast, and she got a dancing part and a singing part. She was so excited. She's like, mommy, I'm going to be singing, and I'm going to be dancing, and I'm just going to almost be a star. So this is what I need you to do, Mommy. This is a Jemiah face. Mommy, look at me. I need you to get there early because I need you to be on the front row. And not only do I need you to be on the front row, Mommy, but I need you to take plenty of pictures because I am almost a star in the play. So I dropped her off. She says, Mommy, I said, Mommy is going to do everything to get on the front row. I'm going to have my camera and my phone, and we're going to take plenty of pictures because you are the star, babe. So I, I dropped her off, and I went to do some work at the church. I had some meetings, and um, I, I thought in my mind, if I got there 45 minutes early, 
I'll be good to go. Oh, how I was wrong. I could barely find a parking space. I'm thinking parents must have came two hours early or something because it was like Disney World. So I get into the auditorium and I'm talking to God. I said, Lord, you know my heart. You know I've been doing kingdom business. I know that you're going you're gonna to favor me, Father God. I need favor. I need you to make a way out of no way. I need you to give me this front row seat because you do not want me to have the wrath of the Jemiah. So I get in there and I'm immediately pushed back to the back wall with the sucker parents. I was like, you know, Lord, I just asked you, I need this now. I need this, I think this happened now, Father. So I looked over in the corner, saw a few chairs stacked up in the corner. For goof. I think I'll just pick me up one of these chairs. Excuse me, excuse me. Hi, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Excuse me. Hi, how are you? Do, do you go to my church? No, you don't. Well, praise God. I'll have to give you a car. Can you scoot just scoot over just, just a little? Just scoot, scoot just a little. That's perfect. Thank you so much. And as soon as I sat down, it was like the Lord had just opened up the windows of heaven because the lights turned off. Nobody could tell me to move or anything. And Jemiah came out and started singing and dancing, and I'm taking my pictures. And I hear the other parents in the back, can you believe? We've been here for two hours. And she just comes up, and she gets, don't be mad at me, suckers, because you didn't do what I wanted, what I did. You wanted to do what I did, and you didn't. Don't be mad. You could have moved your seat just like me. You just chose to stay back there where the sucker parents are. And God is telling us we can choose. We don't have to stay. We don't have to settle. We don't have to settle. I said, there is no way I'm staying back here. Some people truly do believe, though, that God is going to move their seat from the green seats to the gold seats without doing anything extra. They, they believe that. They're like, oh, God knows my heart. God knows my heart. He knows. He knows I'm just comfortable here. And I've been here for so long. Your butt imprint is in the seat. because This is my seat in church. You didn't see my name on it. If I don't have a seat, you don't have a seat. We have to move. We have to get up. We have to be progressive. We have to press in. My understanding of God is that if you want to move your seat from the green seat to the gold seat, there has to be a relationship. There has to be some accountability. There has to be some walking things out. There has to be some responsibility. These seats cost more. The price these people paid is more. You can't stay back here and think you're going to get the same privileges and the same things. They're seeing God from a different vantage point. There was a man in the Bible by the name of Jonah. <laughs> if you weren't here at first service, you don't know. There was a man by the name of Jonah, and he was angry with God. So he decided to go east because he didn't want God to give the people of Nineveh grace. 
he was having his little pouty moment and he said, God, I don't know why you're giving these people grace. I don't know why you're loving on these people. They don't deserve it. I don't understand. So he went east and he sat down and he put himself in a little timeout. How many of us have put ourselves in a timeout at one time or another? You don't understand what's going on. You don't know why life has taken a turn that you didn't expect or you don't understand why God is doing certain things in your life. So you just give yourself a time out. Let's go to Jonah 4, verse 6. It says, Then the Lord God provided a vine and made it grow up over Jonah to give shade for his head, to ease his discomfort. And Jonah was very happy about the vine. Say amen to the vine. There will be times in your life where you're hurt. You're offended. Somebody did something to you. You don't understand why God is doing this. But God in his grace will allow you to sit there for a minute and think about you, yourself and being your feelings for a minute. So we amen the vine. But God is going to gift Jonah with something else too. Because just like we amen the vine, we have to amen some worms. In verse 7 it says, but at dawn, someone say at dawn. The very next day, it didn't say three years from now. It didn't say two months from now. It didn't say 30 years from now. It said the very next day, God provided a worm which chewed the vine so that it withered. When the sun rose, God provided a scorching east wind and the sun blazed on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. He wanted to die and said, it would be better for me to die than to live. In verse 9, it says, But God said to Jonah, do you have a right to be angry about the vine? I do, he said. I am angry enough to die. But the Lord said, you have been concerned about this vine, though you did not tend it or make it grow. It sprang up overnight and died overnight. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left. And many cattle as well. Should I not be concerned about that great city? In other words, God is saying, I allowed you to sit in comfort and pout and complain about what you don't understand. But I didn't send you to sit underneath a vine and be comfortable. I sent you to show those people salvation and show those people my love and grace. So I'm not going to allow you to just stay comfortable in your seat. Turn to your neighbor and say, you need to choose your seat well. There are three things that affect your kingdom seat. There are three things that we're going to talk about. The first one is your position. Your position is your placement. It affects what you see. It's so funny to me how we can go to a church and you could talk to one person and the church would be doing a revival and the person would say, it was just terrible. It was so unorganized. The toilet paper ran out. The paper towels ran out in the bathroom. The line for the refreshments were too long because they didn't have enough out. You know, the, the line for salvation was so long because they didn't have enough ministers praying with the people. The children back there were trying to get saved, and there wasn't enough volunteers back there. And then you could talk to someone else in the same church, in that same service, and they could say, praise God, so many people got saved. There was so many people there. Praise God, they ran out of toilet paper and paper towels in the bathrooms. And there were so many people receiving salvation. There wasn't even enough ministers. The line was so long. We were all so excited. 
And then the children were getting saved. The children were receiving the Lord. And there wasn't enough volunteers, so we had to separate them. Praise God, this is what we've been praying for. This is so awesome. Did you not see it? Same arena, different seat. Number two, your disposition. Your disposition, your disposition affects your mentality. It affects what you hear because if you're hurt, you're going to hear from a hurt place. Somebody offend you. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website, at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.